This episode is also brought to you by New Image Brewing Company in Arvada, Colorado. Uh, You've heard me sing their praises a bunch. Uh, You should definitely go grab some if you're just out at a liquor store, grocery store. But if you can, make it into their tap room because it actually won an award from Westward Magazine here in Denver for best tap room in Denver area, Denver, if you will, which says a lot because there's a lot of really amazing breweries out here, but New Image Brewing stood out above the rest. Uh, The food's really, really good. Uh, Their chicken torta is kind of my go-to. It goes perfect with a lot of their different beers, but if you want to pick up something out of the store, maybe order something online, uh, my go-tos are their premium pills, which is their new uh, year-round pilsner. Uh, It was a reiteration of something else they had done. I really think they've dialed in the recipe, Uh, but they've also just released a couple new beers, uh, one being Eject Mind Capsule, super saturated double IPA. Um, this 10.5% comes in four packs. Uh, this one's brewed with Galaxy, Nelson Sauvin, and Citra and Mosaic Lupo Max, which sounds pretty crazy, so I believe it's good. Uh, they just released a new double double series with Sabro Cryo and Cryo Pop Hops. They're always doing really fun stuff with new hop varietals. Um, but then there's another cool one too called Can You Milk an Oat? These guys have the best beer names. It's an oat cream IPA with lactose. Uh, So they're definitely known for their IPAs, but like I said, that Pilsner is really amazing too. Uh, Their stouts are top-notch. Their sours are great. Uh, And our friend Christy Bukley just started her show back up there. I got to do it last month. It was a great room, full house. Uh, The comics were great. The people are super chill. And you should definitely look into one of those shows if you're out in the Arvada area. But grab some new image beer at the store. Go to the tap room. Come go uh, go to a comedy show. And enjoy the rest of the episode. Do you run or work at a brewery tap room that doesn't have a kitchen and you're always left scratching your head about what to do about it? Because, hey, we got a full tap room here. People are pounding beers. Somebody just shotgunned one out of nowhere. But they happen to get hungry. That's a problem with the human condition. What can we do? Well, you're in luck. You can actually order some Rocky Mountain pizza to serve right at your tap room so that people never have to leave and they can have delicious food right then and there. Rocky Mountain pizza sells pizzas wholesale, so you just buy them in bulk from them, and they even supply you with an oven so that you can cook the pizzas right on site. It's super easy. And they're really amazing people. So if you want to support a Colorado business, feed your customers, and improve the quality of your tap room, Rocky Mountain Pizza is the spot for you. Uh, you can go to rmpizza.com to put in an order, and you can even request some free samples if you want to try it out for yourself. They have cheese, pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, deluxe, and then In the rumor mill, the pizza rumor mill, if you will, uh, they have a margarita pizza coming out, and then closer to the end of the summer, they have a barbecue pizza coming out as well, which both sound absolutely delicious, and I can't wait to try them myself. But if you're at a tap room, you're having a beer, and you see a poster for Rocky Mountain Pizza on the wall, fucking order it. If you're hungry, it's delicious. You won't regret it. It's going to go great with that beer that you've got in your hand, and it's so good, and you don't even have to leave. You can trust me on that one. Grab some Rocky Mountain pizza, whether you're running the tap room or you're just sitting in one, because it's so damn good. This episode of the Rotating Tap Podcast is brought to you by Epic Brewing Company. They're located in the Rhino District in downtown Denver, which is one of the coolest places in the city to be. And they got a little something for everybody. Uh, One of my personal favorites is the Los Locos Mexican-style lager. Mexican-style lagers have become way more popular these days. A lot of different breweries are putting them out. And I'm just telling you right now, Los Locos is one of my favorites. It's made with sea salt and lime. Super refreshing on a hot day. And one of my go-to IP 
IPAs is the Escape to Colorado IPA. A little more traditional West Coast, which you know is my personal favorite. Uh, but in addition to that, their seltzers are probably some of the best in the game. They're made with real fruit. They're called Paca, uh, the grapefruit. Mwah. Chef's kiss. It's wonderful and amazing. But if you want to just stop in, grab a beer, grab a seltzer, hard coconut water, stout, whatever suits your fancy, uh, you can also come and check out one of our live comedy shows there. We do them every other Thursday. They start at 8. They've been awesome. The Epic people have been really great about giving us a, a space to do live comedy again. The shows have been fire, and the peop- the comics are great. The people that work there are cool, and the beers are amazing, too. So stop in to Epic Brewing Company. Even if you don't want to check out a show, say hey, tell them you heard about it on the podcast, and enjoy a beer and enjoy the show. I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderplue, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up everybody and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. turned red and there's three bars three green bars yeah we're pretty smart sometimes we gotta remember to pack extra batteries yeah oh, and hi well welcome to the rotating tap podcast my name is Corey david i'm steve vanderblue and uh, we're hanging out in five points today yeah. the original five points not this new bullshit that people are trying to spread around called rhino yeah actually uh i heard some of the places are dropping the rhino name and going back to five points oh really yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. have you guys yeah. heard a decent amount of that mm-hmm. uh yeah we've been hearing a few people doing that yeah. changing some signs it's yeah. cool it's better anyway like it I honestly mean, sound, not only does it sound better but it's also it, it pays actual homage to the neighborhood itself sure. right yeah. just for a bunch of different reasons is it makes way more sense yeah i mean i think i think the the name rhino has its own you know purpose and certainly people understand what you're saying when you talk about rhino but five points as a community has always encompassed what we call rhino and, yeah you know yeah, yeah. You just, that's just it is what it is you know it's part of five points it always has been and it will be yeah yeah absolutely like rhino though i feel is also like more of like the the brighton boulevard area of town rather than like the actual intersection that it's named after you know what i mean like yeah yeah i mean i've always found that kind of an interesting that's been one of the most interesting things to see happen here in Denver in the time I've been here is the birth and growth of Rhino. Yeah. I mean, some other neighborhoods, too, are doing the same thing. Um, and I, I certainly don't think it's all bad. It's just, it's just kind of wild to see how, how far that neighborhood has come. When I first moved here, there was Walnut Room, and that was, that was it pretty much yeah, over yeah. in the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, the Yoda Yard and places like that, which are it's still around. Right? I feel like if you had a heat map of how, where it, the locations in which the frequency people crash, like Uber scooters and Lyft scooters, it oh, yeah. would be one very, very hot area of Rhino and then far less, only a couple blocks away. Yeah. But still yeah. technically. We've, we've known a few. So. Same neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, could you guys just introduce yourselves? We're at Spanglang Brewery today. Uh, very excited to be here. And just uh, tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. Uh, my name is Darren Boyd. I'm one of the owners, founders here, uh, one of the brewers. We started three brewers, um, and we've kind of uh, we've shuffled around a little bit over the years, and now I'm, I'm doing a lot of the brewing, and Becca's doing, well, really, Becca's doing most of the brewing. I mostly stand around and watch her and Trade. kind of point, point <laughs> yeah. at stuff. Yeah. Here and there. But, Delegation. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Becca's been taking over a lot of the production for us lately, so she seemed like the right person to have on the show here today. Hell yeah, man. Well, yeah. we're excited to have both of you guys. Yeah, Becca, Thank tell you. us what's up. What you got going on? Yeah, so I just uh, started doing production six months ago here. It was beer tender before that. Um, came in the second opening of quarantine, or when things first start opening up. Yeah. I came here last... Mid, Mid-COVID. Yeah, Mid-COVID. Okay, wow. So you got thrown right into the fire. Yeah, and did bartending until about November, and then we had the real shutdown, so it was like, what are we going to do there where we couldn't have people inside to right. like serve beer to? So I feel like we got... Yep. Wednesdays start, start going. Start getting deep on yeah. the production side. Of things, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, because did the, everything just kind of change for you guys at that point? Were you doing a lot of distribution at that point? Was it mostly crowlers? So we've like never, we've room? really never gotten into distribution. Uh, we we supplied literally, you know, two or three bars around town with our beer. Um, besides that, we sell everything over the tap in the tap room here. So uh, we were particularly hard hit when they, when you couldn't have oh, people yeah. in the tap room. Uh, certainly, I mean, but everybody goes through that. I mean, distribution dried up. Um, and obviously, on-site sales dried up. Everything did, so uh, it was it was tough for sure. Um, but you know, I think I think the Denver community did a, a great job of rallying behind breweries and changing some of their behavior, and you know, buying crawlers even though it was more expensive than going to the liquor store because they wanted to see us here yeah. at the end of the pandemic. So. Um, oh, I saw everybody's recycling bins during COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. people were supporting local breweries a lot. Totally. Which was, is great. It was bleak at first, too. There were, like, all the articles that, like, two-thirds of the breweries were going to have to close. And oh, yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't remember who put that one out, but it was, like, Westward or something that was, like, this was really bad for the local beer scene. And right. Luckily, only, like, a few went under the whole time. I, I do think that we're not out of the woods yet when it comes to that stuff. Because a lot of us, I mean, I can speak from experience, you know, we're really just kicking the can down the road. It's sure. not, it's not yeah, as yeah. if our landlords were all like, don't worry about last year. You know, m- some places maybe are lucky enough that that's what happened. But for the majority of us, we still owe a lot of money for sure. what happened over the past year. Totally. And, you know, we survived, but we've got years ahead yeah. of us now to try to recoup what was lost just to get back to, you know, the same kind of footing we were on. So I mean, it's crazy that Falling Rock just closed. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's... Falling Rock is honestly one of the reasons I moved to Denver. I, I was trying to find a place that I could get into the beer industry, and we came out. My wife and I came out here to visit, and the first place we found was Falling Rock. Thought it was one of the coolest places, coolest bars I'd ever you seen. You didn't just like stumble upon it, right? Like you I were mean, we like in a desert, just dry, thirsty, <laughs> and then you just like show, like you just look up, and you're just like. That's a cool Sierra Nevada mural. On the I, mean, wall. I, didn't, I didn't know anything about Denver at the time, so we were staying at some hotel downtown, and it was literally like we're in the lobby, and there's, they got those cards, and I pull out one that says the Falling Rock Tap House. I'm like, oh, this place serves beer. Yeah, and it's right around the corner. So Perfect. that was it. Wow. And then we literally we were like, oh, this is clearly a beer beer town. If they got a place like this, and then we went to the mountains and skied, and that was it. And we were like, oh yeah, Denver. seems like a done deal. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was it. That oh, seems yeah. fair. So. One of the things I've always noticed about this town is that it's there's a lot of breweries, but there's a not at nearly as many as you'd think, just kind of iconic, great beer bars. You know, yeah. you got Falling Rock. Star Bar. You got Star Bar, which, it, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like, it's a little more... It's a little it's like a, That's like a dive bar, <laughs> which is fine. I love them, sure. you know? Um, but then you've got, like, places like... Uh, what's the place in... Freshcraft? Freshcraft. Yeah, I mean, or, if you guys can even think of any, but first like, tab, or are you talking about like oh, first draft. Yeah, first yeah, draft. yeah, yeah. First, first draft. draft. It's like stuff like that now. Yeah. Across the street from Ratio, we had on the show. 
Oh, Finn's Manor. Yeah, Finn's oh, Manor. Yeah, yeah Finn's we, we'll edit that in post. Don't yeah, worry. I was going to say, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of beer. But I don't know if you guys would agree with that. Like, do you guys have any play, like, other than Falling Rock, like, any other, like, beer bars that you really like to hang out at? I'm kind of struggling because I just moved here two months before COVID, and I feel like a lot of places that were, like, staples are closing or, like, it's just a new... There's always yeah. new ones, though. Yeah, like, new 715 is, like, one of my favorite places yeah, now. Yeah, like, solid, solid afterworks. Yeah, it's nice yeah. you guys have that right yeah. around the corner. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. Even just, like, finding a parking spot. I did yeah. a little lap of the neighborhood. I was like, oh, this area is the shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't come down here often enough. Mm-hmm. Right? No, it's it's a great little neighborhood here. I love a $10 bagel from Rosenberg's. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. They say it's the best. Yeah. It's really good. It is good. It's really good. Where are you I guys mean, from originally? Uh, I'm from Connecticut originally. From Boston. Okay, so you guys know good baked goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I You're in, familiar I with the York. bagel culture? Yeah. I lived in New York for four years before moving to Denver. So I was in I was in New York City uh, eating lots of bagels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what you do. Uh, and would, would you say, vouch? Would you vouch for Rosenberg's? I, I mean, I, you know... That's a no. There's a pause. That's a no. <laughs> I just, I just think it's, it's not necessarily a fair comparison to be like, is it as good as the best bagels in Brooklyn? Right, right, right. It's like, I mean, no, but nowhere is. That's the best bagel, one of the best bagels in the world, probably. I think what they do here is amazing. I think you're not going to find another bagel close to as good anywhere around Denver. Uh, I think it does a very good job of replicating what you find in New York. Sure, yeah, we get it pretty good. Um, and certainly, close. all the fixings too are like all the authentic New York stuff. So. As someone who did live in New York, it, it is very nostalgic and it feels like an authentic New York style yeah. spot. So, also, in that way, I think it's great. There's an, have you been to the bagel place up in our neighborhood? No. The Leroy's is it's called Leroy's. Okay. It's on thirty. I've heard, yeah. It's across the street from that Greg's Tap House. The, oh, the old yeah. the old Growler yeah, yeah. Usa. Yeah, right over by uh, Hogshead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, I've never disdained a restaurant more. That oh, place, this is the one you hated. That place yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to be like, oh, are they good? Oh, no. <laughs> I heard they really struggle because of how good Rosenberg's is. So I mean, I'm sure they but are. Their, like, their bagels are okay. It's just that there's nothing else in the neighborhood, but their service is yeah, maybe the you. worst. A little rough, yeah, yeah. They I, used to be, I used to be a Moe's guy once upon a time. Moe's okay. is good. Pre, Pre-Rosenberg's days. Yeah, I like Moe's. It was sort of, I mean, it was kind of a, I mean, my wife and I, being the snobby New Yorkers, I guess, used to get a little chuckle out of going there and be like, ah, these are bagels. This is what you <laughs> think bagels, huh? Yeah. But they're great. I mean, they're still a great Denver staple, too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of like craft beer in a way, right, where everybody, everything has to be the best thing you've ever had to be good at all. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if that's, like, the best way to go yeah, about exactly. living your life. Yeah, which is rough. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't be luckier to have a place like Rosenberg's right there. I oh, mean, like, dude, morning meetings, I'm sure that's killer. people come in the morning, they're like, what is that smell? Like, yeah. It's not the beer. Yeah, good thing you don't get the wops of cat food coming from Purina. <laughs> yeah, it can is just, it a mix it just barely can overwhelm the cat food smell. This yeah. overwhelming <laughs> sensation of Purina and everything bagel seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little rendering plant mixed in there. Yeah. How about uh, pizza? Where are you guys at on pizza? I mean, we've got we, a couple like True East Coasters yeah. like, we, here. We go to Famous Jay's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah? That, that is. is. Pizza, yeah. Like the closest yeah, their so pizza's found. great. I'm writing that shit down. I ask people that are from That's what we had for lunch you guys got here. Oh, for real? You have to have it hot, though. Like, if you let it sit a little bit, it's just not That's the same. That's a lot of pizza. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, true. Yeah. I know, I like a next day. Not, our, not our sponsor, <laughs> Rocky like Mountain Pizza. Rocky Mountain Pizza. <laughs> eat, them, eat them frozen. Don't even cook them. <laughs> Did you ever go to Santarpio's when you lived in Boston? 
Ah, uh, no. I don't think I did. Are you Sounds familiar with it, familiar. though? Yeah, it's yeah. in, like, East Boston. Yeah. It definitely was owned by the mob at yeah. some point. Yeah. <laughs> There's just, like, old-timey right. boxing pictures on the wall. They serve you, like, cheap wine and, like, mm. small chalice-style glasses. Yeah. Sounds old, very East yeah. Coast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to Worcester old, for the first time Worcester. a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a wild, terrifying place <laughs> that was. Holy that's, shit. That's pretty close to where I grew up. Really? Oh, for real? I'd be just over the border in Connecticut. Okay, cool. I guess. Why? I mean, it's probably right there. <laughs> I was, doing, very much like I was there for a comedy festival. Okay. They did a comedy festival out there. And, uh, my favorite thing the whole time, they have a statue. It's supposed to be a boy riding a turtle, but he is definitely inside the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> called the is Burnside Fountain. Oh, a full dude, mount on the turtle? one leg up, and it's like a weird... It's... I'll pull up a picture. Yeah, please. Right? Yeah, I would love to see that. <laughs> um, well, hey, we didn't bring you guys here just to chat. We do want to have you participate in the show a little bit. So I think now is a great time to get you guys to chug some beer, oh which you seem very yeah. reluctant about. <laughs> Your faces don't actually make it seem like you're very happy about it, but that's okay. Just here for fun, even if. Sure. Hey, so are you guys opting for the eight percenter today? No, no, keeping it light, keeping it light. No shame. Really, really, really light beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. I mean, we're just here to like participate, just get a little loose, yeah, sure. have some fun. So, uh, so the way it works is, as soon as the beer touches your lips, Steve will start the timer. Oh, he's showing us the turtle. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's banging that. Turtle. He's banging the turtle yeah, for yeah, sure. He's in the turtle. Yeah. He definitely is. That's uh, that's the that's, main, the big thing in Worcester. That's, that's all great. they have. Is he drinking out of that a straw too? Jesus, <laughs> he's just really violating the sea animal <laughs> on all on all fronts. Um, yeah. So so as soon as the beer touches your lips, you reset timer. As soon as you're done, uh, Steve will stop it. And then as soon as you're done with the chug, that's when you have to tell your joke. Oh. oh God. Yeah, it's a real gauntlet. <laughs> it's a one-two punch. We have faith in you both. You're both gonna kill it. You've been great so far. Oh, yeah. You're cool. Do we, do we both need jokes? Oh, not at the same time. Individually, so that <laughs> yeah. way we can like. Yeah, what same, if we have the same, same time? Yeah, what if our jokes are the same? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the key to a great joke is you have to tell it again. Otherwise, that happens in comedy it. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they clearly didn't hear it the first time, so you have to retell the joke. <laughs> All right, Darren, you going first? Oh sure, we do. We, oh yeah, I guess we do it separately. Yeah, yeah, that's how. You, it's easier to time that way. Why are you so nervous? I'm not nervous. I'm just preparing my my body. You said you were in a fraternity in college. I know. I just feel like you know you guys got this list of top performers and all that. It's yeah. Perfor- don't, performance anxiety. Don't worry <laughs> about the other people. It's like right. golf. Play against you. You're your all own right. course. Right. Buddy. Here we go. <laughs> Andy's off. Strong moves. Very patient. Hasn't missed. Steady ha- tilt. No, yeah, I was gonna say no drops spilled yet. That's very impressive. Taking a breath. though. Cleanliness isn't something that we necessarily highlight on the show, but it's something That's that we commend after doing I a lot. I feel like I will have some. Oh, we've seen spillage. that before too. Oh, feel free to burp into the microphone. We actually have people Sorry. that really seem to enjoy that. One sad little drop. That, that yeah, was actually a tear. I think. Yeah. I don't think that was fear. I think that was. Yeah, a, that was the tear dropping <laughs> from my eye. <laughs> Do you want a tissue? You okay? I think I'm all right. Yeah. I'll survive. Yeah, that's fair. Just think of a happy one. That's the first time I've ever chugged that beer. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to tell a joke. That's all right. This is a very uh, What's joke. orange and sounds like a parrot? An orange parrot. A, a carrot. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Wow. You had that one. It does. Yeah. I think I actually said the joke backwards, but that's the matter. It still works. Yeah, it's accurate. It still works. Yeah, I think you got it. Hmm. What's the beer you guys just... Are you both chugging the same thing? Same yeah. beer. Okay. It's, a, uh, it's called Sugarfoot. Appropriately named. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
It's a you have uh, enough of these, you get the gout. It's a Belgian, <laughs> Belgian table. So, yeah, that's the one I'm having, man. Very, it's yeah. it's awesome. Nice low alcohol, easy drink. Yeah. yeah, really, it's really like um, very drinkable, but like full flavor. Like it's not. Sometimes since people go for a table beer, it's just like it winds up being really watery and, or just too effervescent. Yeah. So it's still like only three and a half, four percent alcohol. So nice light beer. Yeah, this is yeah. awesome. Relatively easy to chug, not as easy as I expected. I mean, not, is this as high carb you think as like a pills that you guys would do? Like, which is oh, yeah, that's the same? Hi- highly carb. Higher? That's higher than the pills. Yeah. Oh, well, great choice. Stomach will be feeling great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There will be a belch coming up soon. That's one thing that we have found is that even if it's not above 8%, like, it's the lower carb stuff that seems yeah, to be yeah. easier to chug. Yes. Soft. People yeah. often think it's because it's lighter in body. Mm-hmm. We typically chug Imperial Stout here, to be honest. But yeah, what the I hell? Mean, yeah, we'll do it, I know. But we don't do pints of it. Well, you know what? Sometimes soy you bombs. gotta mix it up. Well, just we, to can have do, some fun. we can do soy bomb later. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. We'll take soy bombs. <laughs> a soy bomb. I think you said soylent bomb. I was soy like, bomb. you put people in your beer? <laughs> oh, no. Soylent kind of sounds like a shark, like a quiet shark. Like soylent. So- soylent. Yeah. All right, maybe it was reaching a little on that one. Soylent something. All right, Beckett. All right. How are you feeling? Uh, Confidence wise? I mean, it's one been a minute. Do you, want me to, do you want me to film you doing this? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we do. I'm at at like a five. You're at a five confidence level. Do you think you're going to be able to beat Darren? I'm more worried about the joke. I don't have a joke, so just. (laughs) Well, don't think about it too hard right now. One task at a time. Okay. All right. I'm gonna one, two, three. The old one, two. Looking good. Got a good tilt going. Steady. As steady as she goes. Sunday drive. Got some extra bubbles there. I like where this is headed. Little bit up. And time. I'll say that it was probably smart for you to not do the 8% beer. <laughs> Alright. I mean, that it was good. It was solid. The technique was there. Yep, feeling it. Yeah, how you feeling, feeling right it. now? Tell feeling. us about, tell us, are you oh, regretting every decision you've That's made in your I life? Want. I want to burp right now. Breathe in through the nose and then it comes out the mouth that time. It's not happening. Um. Whenever you're ready to, re- ready to let it roll. The burp or the joke? Or either or. <laughs> if it's a joke about burps, man, are we in business? <laughs> I don't got it for you. Oh no! Uh, there's the. Um, just gonna tell you a joke about time traveling, but Great. you guys didn't think it was funny. <laughs> what? Did you get it? Get it? Because it's time traveling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. That's, but. that's <laughs> it. That's all you're getting. Okay. Respectable. Yeah. I was gonna say, you guys are too hard on yourselves. It's the deliverance. Uh, that's the problem. It's yeah, like, great delivery, well. not deliverance. Yeah. <laughs> 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 very very uh, different things. So how how long have you guys been making this table beer anyway? Uh, since we first opened. Oh, really? So this was kind of like, would you would you consider it a flagship or just kind of like a hallmark of the line? Uh, it's, I would describe it as like an accidental flagship. <laughs> we opened with a Belgian table beer. We weren't, uh, we weren't thrilled with, honestly. It was called, we called it Party Forever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was very low alcohol, so you could party forever. Yeah, just keep right, going. You know, very literal. Uh, and then we kind of rushed through making Sugarfoot because we had already entered it into GABF and we didn't like the one that we made very much and we were like that's a waste of money so let's try to do another one so we like barely got it done in time to submit it for GABF just threw it in there without even like having it on tap yet pretty much and uh and it won gold get out of here that's crazy and it was like five months after we opened the brewery so right away it was sort of you know 
I wouldn't call it a flagship, but immediately yeah. that was kind of what people were coming. That's what people were looking for. for. Yeah. yeah, and it's such a unique style too. You just really don't see a lot of people doing it. Yeah. So, uh, so we've kept it on ever since, and uh, <laughs> it's become kind. Of, it's just. Is this just people get mad at us when it's not on tap, kind of thing? And How funny! And you just assumed, yeah, this is just what happens when you start a brewery. You yeah, make an esoteric style, you win a gold medal, and everybody loves you. And then that's, that's just like that's the way it goes. Do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was fun for my business partners and I. Like, we all brewed at Great Divide before this, so we were lucky enough to have won some medals in the past, brewing yeah. other styles. Uh, Sugarfoot is definitely the most esoteric style I think we ever got any recognition for. So yeah, okay. We sort of were always expecting like, oh yeah, sure, we got a goal the first year for this what you know this table beer, and next year we'll win for a stout or a saison or something, and then you know it'll just be one of the many medals we've won. Well, now six years later, it's the only GABF medal we won. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, and and we won a World Beer Cup bronze for it that year. So he's had a banger uh, so year, first so year, Sugarfoot, right out of the gate. Yeah, Sugarfoot got these two medals. We're like, ah, this is how it's going to be. Cool. It kind of reminds me of like a comic that comes out of the gates like really hot. Yeah. But oh, then yeah, they just kind of yeah. like, not, I mean, maybe not even out of their own no will. I think this is a little different because you guys are still making great, you guys are still making good beers. Sure. Just like somebody might win a contest or something and then yeah. they just don't wind up doing much but because the like, contests are just kind of like skewed in that way it's just it's yeah it's based on talent but it's also kind of random sure. like where do you guys land on like contests do you think they're good because the old adage that we always used to use in a sales meeting was essentially uh they're great when you do well and they're not that important when you don't yeah like, you just, just kind of disregard it when you don't yeah totally. well i'd be interested to see what you think about how important metals are because I'm She's not never had the about, pleasure of entering a contest with our beer. So. I see a lot of hype things right now, and I feel like you're always just going to be up against the hype thing that wins, okay. and it's like... It's I not, mean, kind of. I don't think it's necessarily that hype, it's just hot, necessarily, like... In comedy, there's like you can tell who's gonna win. There's like an annual contest. You can tell who's gonna win pretty early on, usually because they've just been killing every last six months and they're yeah. on it, you know. But yeah. I think, I mean, I personally think, to Becca's point, nowadays there is this different hype machine in the world of beer that is not around things like GABF. It used to be yeah. who won Alpha King. Oh man, I gotta go get the beer that won Alpha King, or uh, or got you know gold for IPA at GABF. I don't think people really care that much anymore. No, I think people care about other stuff. There are other ways to become popular and get a following. And honestly, I mean, you look at some of the most popular hyped breweries out there, and they don't even bother entering or coming to GABF. Or yeah, events it's just like, like comedy contests because they don't they don't need they don't need that recognition. They're doing just fine without it. Yeah. yeah. And then and winning doesn't necessarily put you on equal footing as those places because you still don't have, you know, a thousand person deep line yeah. waiting for your can release. So. I'm not sure that it matters much anymore. Yeah, I mean, because some people, like somebody like Hop Culture, for example, sometimes I don't even know if they actually really like the beers that they're getting or if they just know that people are going to respond well to them posting about it, you know, because it seems like they just post everything. Like, whether, and I've had some of the beers that they post on there, they're like, this is amazing. And I'm like, eh, I, I don't really know. I don't feel that way, but I guess if a lot of other people do. There's definitely a new culture out there of like, the people pursuing the whales and all that stuff, and the and the fun is in the chase. It's not in the consumption of the beer. Yeah, we have a, a bartender here who does our graphic design. He's worked in the beer industry for a long time. One of the most amazing palettes I've ever seen. He doesn't drink anymore, but he still collects beer, and it's and he still loves it, and he loves to bring the beers to these 
these group tastings and sure. all this stuff, so he can be the one who breaks out this crazy <laughs> beer that nobody else can get. He gets all and the he'll admiration. He'll take a little sip and spit it out, and that's all he'll have. But he still finds a lot of pleasure in it and has a lot of fun with it. And yeah. it's like, you know, there's, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying the beer in that way. It's just a very different way of appreciating it sure. than, than what the industry used to be. Yeah, so, no doubt. I think you, quitting drinking is a bigger deal than, like, quitting comedy and, like, tweeting a joke. I can't. I, just yeah, throwing out a cigarette every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, good, because, you know, people that shouldn't drink shouldn't drink. Uh, yeah. I think it's I, I think it's amazing that he's able to do that and stay in the industry. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, God, yeah, I don't think incredible. I'd be able to. I've known a few other people who've decided that, you know, they need to stop drinking, and it it usually ends with them leaving the industry. I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard to yeah, be around, man, totally, like, yeah, I mean, to just be around all the time and not. Like, Nobody here just, works at O'Doul's, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. When's the last time any of you have had a non-alcoholic beer? I'm not a big non-alcoholic beer guy. Sure. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I think somebody brought us one here one time just to try. I oh, want to try, like, Lagunitas, and I want to try Brooklyn's just have to you try tried them. Gro- Groovy? Is that beer? No, I haven't had it yet. I think it's beer. Uh... Somebody came. We actually we bought like two cases of it to sell here. And it was non-alcoholic beer. Okay. It did not taste like beer, in my opinion. It was just something but, else. Uh, yeah. It was there was hops in it, and it was yeah. Know, well, that seems to be the move this year. Is like last year there was a lot of like low cal hazy IPAs that came out. It seems like this year it's a lot of Mexican lagers and a lot of NA stuff is what people are kind of moving towards. At least what I've seen from bigger brewers, like what they're trying to put out there. I mean NA. I just don't. You need some pretty sophisticated equipment to make legit NA beer. Uh, Even then, I don't know that I would drink it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just curious legit, to try. I mean, you know, it like, tastes kind of like beer. Especially yeah. now that more craft brewers are getting involved, you want you'd hope that they're going to improve the process. I just well. think, I mean, this is, I guess, me personally, but if, if I'm not trying Good, to drink beer... Good, you're on the beer, show. We want to hear about you personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, if I'm not trying to drink beer, there's lots of other things I can drink that I enjoy drinking Yeah, taste good. Uh, and if it's literally a matter of, I, I mean, I don't know, if I get to the point where I need the flavor of beer in my mouth, <laughs> but I know I really shouldn't be drinking, like, there's probably some other things I need to address. Yeah, yeah, there's some stuff. But I, know, but I do know that, I mean, there are people out there who just, you know, they like to taste the beer, but they don't drink alcohol. And, yeah. You know, to them, they don't know yeah. what they're missing anyway, so who cares? That's what hurts sometimes <laughs> about, yeah. like, seltzer yeah. is because, like, I, dr- I wind up drinking a lot of seltzer, mostly for vanity more than anything else. <laughs> You know, because the thing, I just love beer so much. Mm-hmm. I just like it gets so much better than seltzer, but I just oh. find myself compensating like too many times, well, a lot of times, because I'm like, still want to hang out, still want to socialize, catch a buzz, yeah. like all that stuff. But I know I would so much rather have a pilsner right now yeah. or something along those lines. I've got, I've got a case of uh, Topo Chico seltzer, oh, yeah, yeah. seltzers yeah, yeah, yeah. in the fridge right now. Yeah, have you had those ones yet? Yeah. Uh, well, my wife introduced them to me and. Uh, I definitely crushed like ten out of twelve. Dude, they're crushing it. Yeah. It's always so funny because like every time like the seltzer industry keeps getting bigger and bigger, and then like a new major player yeah. like steps into the game like yeah. every like six months. <laughs> yeah, like all it takes. It, it seems like it changes like every six months. Like who the big yeah. one is? Have you guys explored Travis that avenue? Scott. We do. Which one? Seltzers. Travis Scott's seven percent seltzers. Oh my gosh! He's got yeah, seltzers. Good, That's crazy. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. Cactus, <laughs> cactus agave seltzers. Yeah. Uh, that sounds yeah. That sounds like <laughs> a nap. Yeah. Is, is it good? They're not my favorite. It's probably honestly. not. Yeah. I find that most of them are super watery, which I mean, they're I mean, seltzers. It's water. So I get oh, it. Kind of so like Travis Scott's like effects that he uses when he sings. I don't know. 
I don't I don't I really like care for Travis was, Scott very yeah, much. Yeah, so. Travis Scott? Like, he's a he's like a rapper who uses a lot of like auto tune oh, okay. effects. He's not bad. He like he's got some bangers for he sure. He likes to jump like, off of high things into the crowd. That's yeah. like yeah. Okay. the docu- his documentary was jumping in the pretty crowd. crazy. Oh, got it, got it. So he's a crowd surfer. <laughs> Have you guys seen? Uh, speaking of auto tune, yep, big twist. Uh, there's a new documentary on Netflix called like the History of Pop or whatever. And they have a whole like hour-long episode about T Pain and oh, how like Auto Tune <laughs> ruined the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw something. About, I haven't seen it yet, but I saw something about how everyone's hating on T Pain right now. Well, it was. I think so. It was probably coming back because everybody just saw that saw and the realized, Netflix, like, yeah. oh my god, what yeah. an idiot! But apparently, like, he went through, like, yeah, he was very big and then got a lot of shit. And then he did like a tiny desk with NPR where he wasn't using auto tune. That was amazing. And then uh-huh. pe- everybody was like, "All right, everybody, stop making fun of T Pain. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy. Just <laughs> tries yeah. to put out good music." And then since that came out, I feel like probably like everybody's kind of like well, piggybacking on I it think again. it's it's always rich when everyone was eating it up when it was coming out, and now everyone's like, "Oh man, auto tune." It's like, well, you I guys was, were all dancing <laughs> to that stuff six years ago. Don't, don't I was always now. against Auto-Tune. I really <laughs> was, except I always liked T-Pain. T-Pain was the only one. Like, T-Pain and Kanye had some stuff. And even Kanye's stuff, at the time, I was like, I'm not into this. And now I'm into it. Like, I like old Auto-Tune stuff more than I like I was going to say, like Frampton-ish kind of stuff? Oh, I, I was going to say, what about the Isley Brothers? That's like old yeah, school yeah. Auto-Tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, are you guys more NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? NSYNC. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't yeah, even skip no, me. Not, no pause there. <laughs> yeah, I would probably side with Beck on that. NSYNC more uh, yeah, than Backstreet Boys. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I mean, like, you guys have any like guilty pleasures here at the brewery that you like to put on the music? Like when maybe it's just the staff Ooh. hanging? Music-wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like brew day or maybe it's just you guys hanging out? I don't know. I haven't gotten to the point where I can listen to music while brewing, so that is... <laughs> Oh, Not you're like, because you haven't earned it, or because focused. you're so focused. focused. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need to hear Laser the noises focus. and, like, And we don't really have speakers in the brew house. So that's you have to too. really turn up super loud in the tap room to, okay, to really jam out down here. No, I mean, we've always, we've been lucky. We have a lot of interesting musical tastes in here, and everyone's just kind of allowed to play their own music, so yeah. we end up using, like, the Spotify-generated music all the time, like the weekly, Discovery, Discovery weekly, weekly stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, do I have guilty play? I mean... I grew up listening to like you know '90s R&B and stuff. Actually, so we were involved with the Juneteenth Music Festival. Okay, fun. Um, I'm embarrassed to say I actually was not able to make it to the concert, but uh, one one twelve was the opening. Ooh, uh, DJ Jazz and Jeff was there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tight. And yeah. uh, I definitely had a one twelve poster in my room growing up. Oh, fun. And so yeah, I had, someone actually bought tickets for me, and I had to I had to back out sadly, oh, but. I was a known super fan of 112. So. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, a little uh, soul. It's good for you. In fact, in college, I tried to. Makes out, you feel I'm, sexy no, as hell. I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying I am not going to sing today, but I tried out for a I mean, we'll acapella <laughs> group in college where my audition song was a 112 song. Ah, <laughs> dude. What, what, what were you? It was you? a very ambitious. Uh, it was like a baritone. Baritone? Yeah. How are you going to hide that from us? How are you going to keep I, that? I don't sing anymore. I was talking about college. I was like 20 years ago. I'm retired. I've hung up my cleats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, that's the guilty pleasure. If, if you catch me here after midnight, you might hear me singing. Yeah. Then I'll be absolutely to annihilated. The end <laughs> of yeah. I don't think I'm that. I've never <laughs> seen that. I don't think I'm nervous. <laughs> just it's like something's night. really wrong. If doors, I'm doors are locked. You see them through the window just twirling. Yeah. And just <laughs> <laughs> totally. 
in his boots. It's <laughs> like there, high boots. There have been some interesting late night antics around these fights. Sure. Oh man, that's the best. When you lock the doors and you're like, ah, eh, fuck it, let's just hang. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, it's better than going to see some weird like dubstep show over at Cervantes. You know? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys checked out a lot of the music or any events over there? Couple shows yeah, since okay. COVID opened back up. Yeah, there's did a couple comedy things like when Sean. Oh yeah. Sean, Caitlin, Cypher Sounds. Uh, they were in. Yeah. Set yeah. who you guys interviewed? I just went to that show. Oh yeah, so I was I just that put that I, together. Then. Yeah, I was yeah. I was at that one too. Hell yeah. Yeah yeah, they're good they're buddies, great. good people. Uh, cool. But yeah, we had them. That was a fun episode too. Yeah. Yeah, we got they're we stayed up really late. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fun. That's a good time. I saw Nelly over there. Really? Yeah. Nelly. Yeah. Hell yeah. I remember when I lived in St. Louis for like a summer, I was selling home security systems. So we're just like walking around different neighborhoods, like trying to convince people to be scared and pay us monthly fees. Yeah. It was a terrible job. I don't feel <laughs> good about it. Do you know who lives next door to you? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, just go rile up some neighbors. And like when we were when we were in certain neighborhoods in St. Louis, like everybody was related to Nelly. Everybody. Everybody knew Nelly. Everybody was related to Nelly. People were like, oh, he's my cousin. He's my brother. He's like, uh, small town. He's my yeah. buddy. Yeah. We grew up together. Yeah. It's, it, it was astounding how many people were like claimed to know Nelly. You know what's weird is, believe it or not, Nelly is my first cousin. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Funny. Funny story, actually. First two degrees from Nelly instead of. Instead of I, I wish I knew Nelly. Bacon. That'd be great. Uh, you want to give these guys their times? Yeah. Huh. Um, uh, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. It's uh, you know, <laughs> not great. It's, you, yeah, it's we for, were here. We had some fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for participating. Uh, why are you guys chugging? I mean, <laughs> we can't do it every single week. We do, <laughs> we do it enough. We do have times. You, you want to know how we did? You can't chug a beer every week. Well, we yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, these are goals that, that we should be working towards. More of a slow. I mean, we between all the dude. That's the thing. Like, kind of going back to what we were talking about before. Like, we do like basically three brewery shows a week. You right. know, it's a yeah, lot of yeah. consumption. It's a lot. I Not to a make excuses. Yeah. Although I'm yeah. making excuses. I was, I was gonna say uh, I'm at a brewery every day of the week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Are you chugging one every day? Beer? Sh- are you guys? Well, you guys yeah, famous for beer bombs. shots? Soy bombs. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say beer shots are more of a thing here than they are anywhere else. Like, I've. Growing up in the Northeast, like it just really wasn't a deal. Like nobody ever. Really I mean, did. people take shots, like real shots. Yeah, like actual yeah. ones, uh, but not like at breweries. There's a very different drinking culture from the Northeast to Colorado. What right? do you like, think that is? People are angry and cold, and they drink liquor in the Northeast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. wine. Yeah. Uh, and we drink beer. Or Narragansett. Yeah. Just a lot of Gansetts. I just rip shots. I, I rip mean, well, shots like I of said, red wine and then chase it with a Gansett. It's Oof. crazy. If you look back over time, I, I mean, I moved out here from New York because there was, there was nothing. I mean, I say nothing. That's an exaggeration. But I was interviewing places from Vermont to Delaware to yeah. try to find a job. And out here, it's like, well, there's just as many breweries in that same space, but they're all within a two-mile drive. Yeah, totally. You're right. You know, it's like, it, it just didn't exist. And that was only, you know, 14, 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and back then, everyone was just drinking liquor and wine. That was it, pretty much. I mean, still see people drinking beer, but it wasn't craft beer. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like my aunt's house. Play yeah, you're right. Budweiser <laughs> and uh, that kind of stuff, but... Uh, a lot of whiskey Chiantis happening yeah. over at Ink Ales. Strangely, though, like, I don't feel like beer shots. Like We didn't really do beer shots at Great Divide. That wasn't a thing. We would do, we would chug beer at Great Divide for sure. That was the old the olden days of Great Divide. Yeah, uh, just big jugs. 
Lots of Yeti. Lots of Yeti. Those days. It was a different time in the industry. Yeah, sure. A little bit looser rules and whatnot. But yes, we would get very, very drunk sometimes. Uh, chugging usually Hercules was kind of a go-to. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just pretty aggressive. Yeah, uh, but we would never do shot. It was like ten ounce pours. Um, but here we started doing it. I don't remember why we started doing beer shots so much, but it was always Imperial style. Yeah, we called we called it soy bomb. Yep, which has. I look forward to enjoying later. <laughs> very strange, yeah. Very strange uh, uh, history to the name. I don't know if you guys remember Bob Dylan uh, going on hiatus never heard of like them. the nineties. Oh, okay. <laughs> he took like ten years off. Okay. And didn't play it all, and he had like a triumphant return at, of all things, like MTV Video Awards or something absurd like that. Whoa. So he's performing yep. on stage, yeah. And it's like a medley of his greatest tunes or whatever, and he's got this line of like 60 people behind him in silly, you know, 50s dress or whatever, snapping their fingers and like doing a little choreographed dance behind him. And this dude jumps out of the crowd and just rips his shirt off. And it says, Soy Bomb. Oh, for real? <laughs> he's like thrashing his arms around next to Bob Dylan as he's playing on stage, and nobody realizes it's not part of the act. Oh, yeah. So they just it, think it's all part of It's going deal. on for a while, and Dylan's like looking at this guy, <laughs> and he just keeps going. He's dancing, the camera's taking different angles of this guy dancing, and finally, security comes on and tackles the guy and drags him off stage. But he was a performance artist, comedian. It was all about his. Sounds like an Andy Kaufman. He was, kind he of was thing. A, yeah. no, like, he's an organic explosion and all this, or like whatever. But somehow that became the name for organic our explosion. Shot. Also available on AdamandEve.com, a sponsor of the show. Thank you very much for plugging that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think you should name a beer organic explosion. <laughs> we got a couple. We got a couple good names in the bank, just waiting for the right moment. Yeah, which ones? I mean, you got any favorites? Well, actually, all right. Before we get to that, let's do the, let's do the times because we can go oh, off yeah, on yeah, tangents yeah, yeah. for days. Um, you know, we'll make this one quick. Becca, you did twelve point four six seconds, which hey. is really pretty good there's a lot of people behind you including yeah. myself <laughs> so yes oh, your well, most recent what is this you no not my most time? recent the first one okay. oh. <laughs> i've improved <laughs> but for the i mean you beat my first one for sure <coughs> uh is at this point how many people we have on the list we are at 118 yeah and we are sitting Yes. Is everyone sitting for the chug? It's no. everybody. It's your discretion. I told you this, this isn't is a rigged. formal. This isn't like <laughs> yeah. a formally sanctioned event. You could have used. I should have had my funnel. Competitive yeah, shotgun. Have people funneled and used shotguns? Shotguns, yes. Shotguns, yes. Shotgun? No uh, funnels. No bongs. I'm not trying to shotgun. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. It's a new merch item that we're playing with. <laughs> Just a couple yeah. rotating tab funnels. Yeah. <laughs> I think you yeah. need to bring the funnel and start over and only use the funnel. Yeah, bring your own yeah. funnel every yeah, yeah. time. And it'll just be like a lambic beer. We're never yeah. going to clean it. It's just going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to carry these... over from the last brewery. We did record a lot during the, the quarantine, so I don't know. That, that Sharing was... the funnel. Yeah, but people feel fly. people have like adjusted back fast. I don't know if you guys have noticed oh, yeah. that it was yeah. it was Tap a hard adjustment. Yeah. The first couple of days, it was like masks still on, and then like just dropped off completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was just in yeah. South Dakota where it never we happened. Got no beers. Dealer's choice. It never okay. happened yeah. up there. Well, do you want do you want to do the the beer we're gonna talk about now? Or yeah, do you sure. Just do any any old. Thing? No, no, no. Whatever you'd like to talk about. I mean. I can talk about all the beers. Yeah, yeah, but it's whatever you would like to feature, if you will. Can I see like a 10 answer of it, please? Sure. They come in cans, so you, oh, great. you can just not drink the last six months. I'll take I mean, one I of those as well, if I could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're going to get one. So, how long have you been here, then? 
Uh, just since last September, it'll be a year this September. Tight. So one year almost. Where were you, where are you coming from? Coming from North Carolina, I was there for a couple months what to make uh, Charlotte, just out of Charlotte, yeah. Noda okay. area, yeah, yeah. arts what, district. What brewery were you working with? A brewery there? Not a brewery. I was in a tap room. It's a little Growlers Poorhouse. Okay. It's like a little awesome place. I feel like I've been there. Had my heart. Yeah, they were they were awesome. Yeah. What's in what neighborhoods it in? It's Noda, North Davidson. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've definitely. Um, been but it's there. funny because they, they call it that, or did you pick up on the Colorado? Oh no, and they call it that. Okay, which cool. is surprising for North Carolina. I'm being so. You like, mean yeah. okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Noka. But when I got hired here, they saw on my resume that like I was in New York, where like close to where Darren was at. I was yeah. in North Carolina, close to where Taylor was from. So they were like, oh, this like she got a little bit of something yeah, that we both yeah. like. Yeah. So I feel like that definitely helped them notice me. I just like walked in for an interview though, and the COVID times, and it was super weird and everywhere did you walk in like expecting to brew no i walked in expecting to bar or hoping to bartend but i was just applying where i could in that time just worked out that way nowhere was hiring fancy cans with the job shortage going on too like all the breweries everything in the industry and every industry needs to hire people right now Mm -hmm. everyone's short on having people but the beer industry is like Everybody wants to work in it, so as soon as a place announces they're hiring, yeah. people are like, Let's And they didn't. He there. told me that they were not hiring. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to scare you off first. <laughs> but I think something happened in the right. next couple of days. Controversial take. Uh, I think that North Carolina might be the most overrated area for beer in the country. Ooh. That could be that could be true. Like if you were to break it down, most people say region. negative things about beer and craft beer, so that alone is like a super hot take. People don't say negative things. No. Oh, I know. Yeah, this Everyone, is everybody plays all, nice in the sandbox friends. kind of thing. And Which this is, is cool. meant to be Which like you don't have to call out anybody specifically. <laughs> I just found that I used to go down to North Carolina a lot with Sierra, and there was always like a couple like standouts. But then as a whole, you're just like, eh, everything's fine. Yeah. For how much credit that it gets. Like, do you guys have a region of the country that you're like, well, I don't know if it stacks up with the rest of them. Uh, probably New England. New England? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I think it's funny. I think New England IPAs are great. I think there's a lot of good breweries out there who make really fantastic New England IPAs. But other than that. Can you do anything else? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Obviously, some of the best, if that's your style. I mean, you can't really beat, you know, the Hill Farmsteads, the Heady, or, uh, Alchemist. Alchemist, the uh, Trilliums. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're all great, but how's your Pilsner? Sure. Have you ever made a Belgian beer before? Do you make stouts that don't have marshmallows in them? Yeah, not a lot of diverse, not a diverse uh, array of styles, right? Yeah. I mean, when I go back to Connecticut, I'm always blown away by beer bars where you're like, oh, can I see your list? And they're like, yeah, we have 18 hazy IPAs. So many. And then we have, uh, you know, so, some esoteric style and, uh, you know, ESB. You're like, okay. like, wow, way to round it that out. That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, Darren, 9.6 seconds. Okay. Uh, hey, sorry. <laughs> under, yeah. under 10 seconds. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of both I, My only complaint that I experienced with North Carolina beer was that uh, Oscar Blues had a beer there that never seen here in Colorado called Fugly. Yeah. And I loved the name, <laughs> but I was so pissed that I never saw it here. You can their, get it here. I haven't, well, I haven't seen it here. I, I've seen Well, so we get our, we get our Crowler cans from... 
from Oscar Blues. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we go up there all the time, uh, and I would sneak into Tasty Weasel and drink a beer every once in a while. Oh, okay. They, they, they'd have it up there. Okay. But they might not distribute it here, or who knows. Yeah, well, there's, that's like for some big breweries, they try to do everything they can to have some sort of local relevancy. Sure. So the way that they kind of do that is by making certain beers that you can only get there so that it feels unique to that place. Sure. Yeah. Which is, you yeah, know, that's fun. Yeah, it's I the think, old Trojan I mean, horse, baby. And when you, like, <laughs> talking about North Carolina, honestly, like I, I have very limited exposure to beers in the South, and I know people from the Southeast would, you know, get up in arms about it. But good, rile them up. I don't think. I mean, I don't think they have a reputation for having good beer. Well, I guess Nash- so. Asheville, like in particular, I <laughs> sure, feel like. Sure, but it's mostly transplant breweries from somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all the all the ones that people rattle Look off when me. they say that are yeah. from somewhere else, or yeah, or. There are a handful that are there's like there. 30 in town. Like, there's a sure. lot of them in Asheville. Well, and again, yeah. it depends on if you're talking about five years ago or you're talking about now. Or yeah. Ta- you know, now it's certainly bloomed into a huge craft beer town. But Mostly garbage. I guess I just don't hear about, yeah, I just don't hear about anyone yeah. from the southeast doing anything particularly special. I think you get a lot of people, well, again, the, the east coast was so far behind, I think, yeah. that the people who have been attracted recently don't have the same roots in craft beer necessarily that other people do. So if what brought you into beer was that it doesn't taste like beer, then the stuff you like isn't going to line up with the stuff I like. Yeah, that's fair. You know, if, if you like, you like it because it tastes like bubble gum, then, lot of fruit. you know, yeah, then maybe we don't have the same taste. And maybe we don't really need to hang out. You <laughs> yeah, know, maybe, maybe, we're not, maybe we're not friends after all. <laughs> maybe we're not that cool. Do you have a particular area that you're just like, eh, I've heard good things about it, but... I kind of feel the same way about East, or, yeah, East Coast. Just like, I don't know, I never really got into the culture because it wasn't the same kind of culture yeah. it's not like just so sporadic and yeah back then i mean even new york even new york city there was nothing like it was a huge vacuum yeah. for like a long period of time you had brooklyn brewery that was about it yeah and then there was uh shit what was the name it was like a chain that they had called like hearth or harvest oh, or something yeah, like yeah. that there was, there was, like was a it blind, blind Tiger? Was that the one? That was well, Blind there? Tiger is like uh, the tap room. I like thought there was the, one in Man- there's one in Manhattan. I thought they made their own beer. Maybe not, but yeah, it, was like, so. it was like two styles or something. No, I think it was... Well, they may have at one point in time, but it was definitely just like an infinite But essentially, there was nothing room. there. Yeah, that really that's, there really wasn't a whole lot going on. There's some great beer bars, but not, yeah. uh, not brewers. I got to say, in terms of overrated places, I'm still sticking to Chicago as my number one. I just got back from San Diego this morning, and... Kind of overrated. Like, I've been there before. San Diego or Chicago? San Diego. Oh, I like San Diego a lot. Their, their beers haven't really, like, changed at all over the last, like, six years. Yeah, I've been, yeah, yeah. I, I go there every year or two, and there's, you know, it's still just, and there's not a lot of places opening up. It's still mostly Ballast Point and Stone. Yeah. Uh, Modern Times, I think, is great. Do you know like, Epic Brewing? No. You know those guys? They're, uh, they're some friends of ours. Uh, when they... One of the brewers who started it worked at Ballast Point, and we met him through a friend out here. We did a collaboration with them, and he, it, funny enough, we did this collaboration with Ballast Point, and he flew out to brew a beer. And like, the week that he came out was when they announced their first sale for a billion dollars. <laughs> so of course, the whole time he was out here, we're like, "So you got like a Ferrari waiting for you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what's, on, what's the cut kind of look He's like? like? I have no idea. Well, it's six months six months later, he wasn't there anymore. And uh, and went off and started his own brewery, Epic, with with some other folks, and it's amazing. They they won like you know best brewer in San Diego or something sure. this year. Like they're doing really amazing stuff. Um, but 
I kind of agree with you. I was in San Diego not too long ago, had some awesome brews at a few places, and had yeah. some very, you know, average, mundane, yeah, yeah, kind of okay. But that's kind of the way it is everywhere when you have as many breweries as we it's have. It's getting nowadays. that way just because of the volume. I think yeah. like we're five breweries away as of today from ten thousand or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's wild. Yeah. That doesn't. Yeah, it's it's hard sometimes to realize that it doesn't mean that. Do I have that number right? Like, is the beer's it, not getting is worse? It's just or like hundred thousand. It's either way. It's just like a lot. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and yeah, it's not that hard to open a brewery in the grand scheme of things. No, it's easier than opening a restaurant or opening a yeah. law firm or I mean whatever. You else need to you have a bankroll, and you can just hire people to like do it. Right? Yeah. They don't even have to be great. They can just be like, all right, I've got yeah. money. I can buy the equipment in the space. Like, I can hire you. You just do the thing. And we'll get this thing open. I thought this was supposed to be funny. This is getting like sad. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about random shit. Uh, well, do you guys have like? So you said you don't you don't particularly care for certain like hypey kind of things. And if we want to divert to after the segment, we can get into a more funny segment. I'm done. No comedy. No comedy allowed. Have you no jumped jokes. on like? Is there a reason you haven't jumped onto like certain like hypey kind of things? And if is there a time where you did like? Were you always making like hazy IPAs, for example, or uh, did you? No, so felt. we, so I am the I would describe myself as the least experienced of the three of us who started the place. Taylor and Austin were the two other guys who founded it with us. Uh, Taylor was the head brewer, at Great Divide, for many years. He was there for like I don't know, 13, 14 years. Austin was the lead brewer, at Great Divide, for like seven of those years. He was the head brewer at Denver Beer Co. For a while. these guys have been doing it for a long time. And they came up under guys who've been doing it even longer. And not shockingly, when you get into that sort of end of the culture, it's lagers, it's clean beers, it's West Coast IPAs. Like, the idea of making a hazy IPA was sacrilegious. Yeah. And and for a long time, we were kind of like, you know, there are all these other places doing it. We don't need to chase that trend. You know, we'll just do our own thing. It's not necessarily that we hated it. We just, we didn't do it. And so we didn't do it for a long time. Eventually, we realized... That was probably a mistake. <laughs> yeah, because people are just, that's all they wanted to drink. So. Yeah, that's all people are asking, we're asking for, right? So now we, now we keep at least one hazy on tap at all times. Now we brew 12 hazies. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because we have, we have one sort of flagship IPA called D-Train that we've made since day one. And then we brew a hazy to kind of counterbalance that. The hazy changes every single time. It's always changing. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whatever hype hop we can get. Whoever has too much galaxy or too much whatever, we'll we'll buy it and throw it in the next one. We'll, we'll it's change. literally a revolving like these. This is the hypeest thing around right now. It's what yeah. you, it's what <laughs> you shells want. We're gonna give it to you. Yeah, we're gonna spoon exactly. feed it to you. We're and gonna do one batch. Trough. We'll do one batch of it, and we'll be brewing the next batch before it's half gone. Do you think you'll ever settle on a recipe? No. That's I don't fair. think there's any point in doing that. Just by design. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think there's any point in that. It's, especially since we don't package. Since we don't package at all, like there's no real need for the brand recognition that some people want want to see. Like we're not juicy bits or something where someone wants to know exactly what they're getting every time. You know, their friend can get it across the country, whatever. You have to trade a whole keg. That's the only way it works. Yeah. you got to ship it by UPS. <laughs> yeah. Send a keg we'll across send the country. We'll send you a crawler. Yeah. <laughs> we work in Craft Alley. They'll, they'll mail you something. Yeah, that's right. 
Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so we should probably talk about the beer that's right in front of us before we forget. That's a common thing that happens here. We yeah, start, we're going to start talking about other shit. Right. What did we just drink? <laughs> yeah, so the, tell us a little bit more about this, because you said you don't package much, but here we are. We've got 16 ounce cans. Astro Blaster. So we have done a whopping two whole can runs in the existence of Spangling. Yeah. Uh, really doubled it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this year, we did our Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which is a hazy IPA. Okay. Um, and then Astro Blaster is one of the pilsners we make. Uh, we've, we, we love doing lagers, and we're very happy to see them coming back in popularity because it's something we feel pretty good at. Crispy boys. Yeah. Becca's, Becca's a crispy boy. So. <laughs> oh, me too. Hell yeah. Uh, so it's been nice to kind of get back into that. But it's basically... Well, the, the true story is we have somebody who's potentially going to become an investor here in the very near Ooh, future. And he is Toby Dave Chappelle. He is not a very big, he's not a very big beer drinker. Okay. Dave Chappelle. Queen of England. It's not Dave Chappelle. We'll keep going. Uh, his name is Matthew. Okay. Uh, he's not McConaughey. a huge McConaughey. Yeah, <laughs> he owns the soccer team and he likes beer. He owns our building, <laughs> among other buildings on the street. And studio. FC Dallas. <laughs> uh, but so his favorite beer is Stella, and he okay. asked us to make a beer that was similar to Stella, and that's sort of where this, this guy started. wears a lot of white collared shirts with cufflinks. I can tell. Uh, Hi. Hi. He's got a few jumpsuits too. <laughs> jumpsuits. Yeah. Uh, he's a very fashionable man. He is. Man, this is tea. This is tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's okay. You can tell us after. You can tell us after. <laughs> so, uh, right anyway, <laughs> we uh, we brewed this attempting to make something kind of similar to Estella. And what'd you so, have to, like, what'd you do? What does that even mean? Like, did you uh, take... It means tracking down a Belgian lager yeast, okay. uh, which basically means somebody clone or you know grew up yeast from the Stella once upon a time yeah. or something like that they also put gold paint around the rim yeah <laughs> the glasses. Oh, we used to have glasses like that those are expensive though you let it sit in a uh, green tank let it skunk for a week and yeah. then <laughs> there are a few things I mean we, we just did a bunch of research trying to get what the recipe was for Stella and and basically did a similar malt bill very low hop profile which is kind of what we get from Stella um, it doesn't taste a whole lot like Stella in the grand scheme but of I things. Can't even, I wouldn't even be able but, to tell you because I, it's been so long since I've had Oh, yeah. Stella. Well, it's funny you say that, too, because we went and bought some Stellas, and we were like, these are actually kind of good. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with Stella. Yeah. It's, it's it was, one of those it deals where it's like it's the way it's intended to be. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the fact that it's necessarily like more expensive than a banquet. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I would say that this is somewhere between like a banquet and a Stella. That's kind yeah. of how I <laughs> That's how I describe it to people when they ask. That's blue collar and white collar, my friend. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Adam, Adam Kane Holland has a fucking hilarious bit about Stella. It's so just the pretentiousness of anybody that orders a Stella. Yeah, it's so Shit. Funny. What's the one that's out of the now? Oh, Amstel Light. I used to think I, I was so cool Amstel's. for ordering Amstel Light, but then yeah. you look at your bill and it's like seven dollars. You know, for this Amstel. That was one of those. That was one of the moments where I realized I wanted to make beer, going to Amsterdam and oh, dude. drinking drinking it from the source. One of the most underrated Heineken. beer cultures in the world, in my opinion. Like, it, drinking in Amsterdam was such a cool experience because I had no idea that there was it's kind of this hybrid beer culture that exists where it's like a mix of Belgian and German influences. Right. So they have like a double, but it's not really like a, a, a 
Belgian double, or they have like a pilsner, but it's not exactly what you'd expect out of a German pilsner. It's kind of got this melding of the, both of these influences yep. together. That's really awesome. And I took some mushrooms that I bought from a corner store, which was great. Oh, I mean, I wish I would have been tripping harder. I was with my ex and his her sister at the time. I mean, she was we were dating at the time. I wasn't like, hey, ex girlfriend, let's go to Europe. That'd be worse. Let's go eat mushrooms. Let's make this work. I wanted to do the peyote, but neither one of them were tripping. So I was like, all right, we'll go with some mushrooms instead. And staring at the the neon Heineken sign in the rain while trolleys are passing you, while you're tripping your balls off. Is one of the most Van Gogh experiences I think I'll ever have in my entire goddamn life. Amsterdam was an experience. I'll, I'll leave it at that. For sure. That was definitely. Don't leave it at that. Red this light, is, this is a show. What happened? <laughs> no, no. Was, uh, Share an experience, an uh, opinion, a story. Say, let's just say I went a little too hard. Okay. I, I, I thought I was a little too big for my britches and. On beer, weed, Matthew drugs. Uh, a little bit, a little bit of everything. I would okay, say. Okay, a little yeah. bit of everything. I vaguely remember some of my time in Amsterdam. Uh, I had to leave town for like uh, we were, we were there for too long. Was part of it. Okay. I was on a study abroad, and we went to we were in Ireland. And then a friend and I flew to Amsterdam before we had to be back at school, and uh, spent like five days in Amsterdam, which is like. Way too much time to be an Amsterdam. You think so? Well, I wanted to like go more. When you're a college kid, oh yeah, just yeah. Because oh, every night, you know how there's like over a weekend, you choose one night to go harder than the other. Oh and, god, yeah. yeah. But as you're five nights college yeah, age, it was you're like going hard. Day one, go maximum night. hard, and then yeah. by day two, you're like in trouble. <laughs> by day three, you're trying to recover. Uh, we got on a train and like left the city and ended up like in some tulip fields in the countryside. We were, like, oh, we were like, this is way better. Yeah, way more chill. We, es- more we escaped for a couple days and then, yeah. It was still, you know, Amsterdam, the thing I think about Amsterdam, that uh, it, the, the drugs and the and the prostitution and all that stuff kind of gives it a bad rap. It's all wooden shoes. It's not, it's way, it's like one of the prettiest cities I've ever been to. It's beautiful. The architecture's gorgeous, the canals, all that stuff, it's just yeah. amazing. And of course all you ever hear about is the drugs and the, and the naked women and all that I'm stuff. I'm supposed to go out there. One of my one of my good friends, actually, uh, his dad was the head brewer for Station 26 uh, a long time ago. Uh, his son is like one of my good friends, and he's living in Amsterdam. But you know, there's like a pandemic as well, so I can't really go. But I'm trying to go out there and hang out with him. I, I would play. love to go back there. Like I would love to go back now that I'm a little older and wiser. Pace yes, <laughs> yeah, pace myself. Yeah, very different experience. Don't don't fast for two days before eating mushrooms. Oh gosh. Yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah. took the middle school approach to drinking. Well, if I don't eat as much, I can get drunk faster. Yeah. Like, do you have actually any like cities or places you've been to that you were just kind of floored by the craft beer experience there? Hmm. Honestly, Denver has been my biggest like first time on the West Coast completely. I just moved here like sight unseen. Yeah. So it's been yeah. You're living it right now. Yeah. Western coast. Yeah. As in the western coast yeah. of the Mississippi River. Yeah. Mid coast. Yes. <laughs> like we we're saying, North Carolina. It was like cool to work in a tap house and stuff, and we had on beer from all over the country. But it, I never felt like that was like a hub. But this is just like completely different. I was in restaurants before this, 
upstate New York and all that. And it's yeah. the never... food scene here is not great, which not I think is probably great. partially because of the beer scene. It's uh, like that's so yeah. solid that we don't need to worry about anything. I don't else. know. Do you think it's just because like the town was always just built on like blue collar workers that didn't necessarily expect a whole lot out of food? It was more of a necessity. I wish it stayed like that then. So and you don't like, have a lot of institutions try. here because maybe like the dining culture really wasn't that important like at one point in time. So you don't have a lot of places that are just like old Star Wars of the neighborhood because now there's a lot of food options, but it's all new and it's fusion expensive. and it's all a lot of it's a lot of people gentrifying cuisine where they're like we're gonna, we know that this particular style of food is sure. uh, Uber Eats friendly people like that yeah. so because of the algorithm Taco we're gonna make Bell. that it's all just Taco Bell in the yeah. city oh which reminds me I went to the Rockies game last night and I do get two free tacos today Ooh, so wow. I'm uh, I think you might have missed your is there a, is, is it it's less less than 24 no, hours you got time yeah I was gonna say it's, <laughs> it's less like, than 24 yeah. who gets breakfast like, tacos it's like a six two hour window to, Oh really? Yeah, tacos. It's it's like oh. after the game, you only get two hours. No, it's like the Taco next Bell. day. It's like oh, the next okay. day you have a two-hour window. Yeah, yeah. I think food here has changed really. Dr- How long have you guys been here? Uh, born and raised. He's you're born and raised. I'm, okay, so I'm two and a half years. Okay, so you're. I'm gonna say you're. Not your opinion's not valid, but that's fair. I only. I have a native sticker on my car, <laughs> yeah. sir. I was gonna say, where is your native tattoo? Yeah, no, I do. Oh, that I one. Mean, right? oh, there, it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh shit, you have one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's changed really dramatically in the last, you know, fifteen years or so. When we, when I moved here, we definitely joked right out of the gate. This is a burger and steak town. Like that's all we could find, or that's the way we felt. Uh, yeah, which yeah. wasn't really fair. We just didn't know where a lot of the other spots were. I mean, a lot like federal, like all those cool Asian places there on federal. Oh yeah, they were there 15 years ago yeah. too. Very underrated Vietnamese cuisine, like in this town. Yeah, like, that's something that never really gets talked about. But you don't hear about it from people that don't live here. They're like, oh, I heard Denver has amazing Vietnamese food. Totally. I mean. I won't say their name here because I will literally be murdered by people if I do. But <laughs> there's a place that makes the, some of the best soup dumplings ever. Man, you're the, here in you're, the you're all about the teas. You're a yeah, big I'm fan sorry. Of teas. I'm sorry. I have you know people tell me this stuff. I'm not allowed to share it with everybody. But there are some of the finest soup dumplings I have ever had in my life. Better than anything I ever had in New York. Dude, you're a part of the here Illuminati. Like I know it's, you are. It's, like, on, I get it's it. on federal. That's all I'll tell you. But uh, it, I think I know what there's, you're a, there's a there's a tangential connection to the beer world too. Okay. I'll give you that hint. Got it. Got that's it. That's all. That's all I can do. Yeah. That's for uh, sure. But but there that kind of food has been here for a long time. Part of it is that the the culture, the people who live here now, are the type who are appreciating that more than maybe in the past, where you maybe lived in your neighborhood and you went to your local pub or whatever, and that was cool. You didn't necessarily go out to federal to get pho. Now Denver's the type of town where people are like, "Where's the best pho?" Yeah, you know, and that's you know that's part of the change in the, the actual population. Yeah, people care. Yeah. Um, but you know the Buckhorn Exchange is still here. That thing's been around for a hundred and twenty something years. Yeah, still in there. Yeah, me. I've lived here my whole life. Never been. <laughs> oh, you gotta go. You gotta yeah. go. No. Do you feel like no, it's I worth don't. it? Oh, you gotta go. Yeah. There's, there's, like, go. is that an experience or is it actually worth it? I think it's actually worth it. It's an experience, especially if you have a thing for taxidermy. Every inch of the yeah. wall is taxidermy. I'm half yeah. masked just with the word. Uh, they have like rattlesnake dip and stuff like that. You can get some. Uh, you can get your Rocky Mountain oysters there. One tobacco you know? yeah, isn't see, enough. Not a you can some rattlesnake. Well, they do steaks. They do elk yeah. steaks. I know they do. Fucking yeah. metal. <laughs> so the real reason I would go there, I, for one, I lived right around the corner when we first moved here. Uh, 
Uh, also, shout out to Domo, also one of the best restaurants in Denver. Domo's great. Forever. Yeah. Uh, but they had music on, I think it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it was these two old ass cowboys who would sit upstairs. They had this like lounge room that's all this like antique furniture, and there's a bar up there. And these guys were like, I would guess in their 70s or 80s, and one played like a harp. And the other one played a banjo or something. And they would sing songs about rustling cattle. And it was like super like old man songs. Wow. Yeah. And you just sit up there and drink beer and eat rattlesnake dip. And I was like, this is, this is Colorado. This is some old timey yeah, shit. Is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it is the history of it too. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, B- yeah. Buffalo Bill drank there and Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, there. yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking you know, it. It's like, oh, that's stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. It's it's an experience. It's one of those. To me, that's the Denver staple. But I'm not from Denver. So. But there's a, yeah. Okay, so we, I mean, going full circle back to pizza, bagels, things like that. Things are iconic to a certain area. I just don't feel like basically our iconic thing here is uh, New Mexico's thing. <laughs> that's not true. We can grow green chilies here, and they're different styles. Very defensive. Pueblo chilies. Pueblo chilies. But but also like. I love how everybody loves to disregard Pueblo, but then as soon as a green chili conversation comes up, they're like, oh, we got Pueblo. We yeah. got Pueblo. <laughs> and crack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to go there, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the styles are very different between New Mexico green chili and Colorado green chili. Okay. They're like, well, wasn't it like the green chili burger or something? Is that supposed to be what Colorado is all about? I don't know. The slopper or whatever? Dude, no, I don't like I mean, it. it's delicious. I, I, don't, I it. hate That's it when great. people make pepper and chili beers. I really hate it. I do it, too. It's mostly just so vegetal on the I'm fucking nose that totally, I just... I'm totally on board with you. I'm not really into it either. Uh, everybody's real hyped for the return of the one at Ben Barley. It's, I mean, yeah, because uh, people are shills. Dude. Like, because, I mean, it's yeah. a reason that slushy sours are selling like crazy, and uh, there's a lot of hypey stuff that people. Yeah. I mean, a green chili beer is like on a much lower localized level a hype well, thing. So right? That's like I mean, that's it's inherently not, not good. Chili. Like people do but, like habanero beers and ghost pepper beers. And shit I feel too. that, but it's still pepper. Like so all, you, like on the nose, all I get is like. You'll love this. Skin. You'll love this for your hate of North Carolina. Uh, we did a we did a yeah, bet, a bet against <laughs> we did a bet against a brewery in North Carolina when we were playing when the Broncos were playing the Panthers one of these beer bets yeah, yeah. nice and if the, if you know we got to pick the beer they were gonna make and it had to be using local ingredients because this brewery does like super they're about like foraged stuff you did not stuff. make them use peppers we made yeah. that's so fucked we, up we were, we were making them use roasted pueblo chilies <laughs> and, and we we actually we sourced like super heady chili like we have a friend who got these great sure. chilies got a chili yeah. guy and we got a chili guy and and austin who used to work with us here knew chili beers from uh, denver beer co because they made some there uh and so we wrote up a recipe for them sent them the chilies and they brewed it Lo and behold, that is now their flagship beer. Whoa. Uh, people like weird so, things, man. Use apparently, people uh, in North chilies? Carolina love chili beers. Yeah. Uh, I, have, no, I have no idea. I mean, I say it's not. That I makes don't a little sense because it's a barbecue ish but... kind of scene, right? Like, yeah. North, I mean, Carolina barbecue. I know they had. Like, I, I do love vinegar. I love vinegar based barbecue sauce for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I would um, take that over just like more of a tomato-based sauce, like any day. Like, get all that like extra flavor with that like the density of uh, yeah. yeah there's, sauce. there's a lot of molasses barbecue sauces that are like good, but they're so sweet. I love yeah. the vinegar. Oh man, like a whole hog vinegar barbecue is just like it's one of the yeah. best things. Yes. 
I want to have a pig roast. Like, I would love to have a goddamn pig roast. That's not, I, I haven't even heard about that really happening out here. We did that here. That's sick. Because back in New York, like, yeah. we used to do them all the time. I think mine has been like more of a country thing because I was in upstate, right? So it's the woods. Uh, but I, so I don't know if that's more of like a, is it a New York versus Colorado thing or is it more of a rural thing versus is that a deal that people really do in Colorado? I think, did you have a lot growing up? No, that well, I mean I've definitely been to them. This I think the smoker here is expensive to rent. The pig size smoker because it's a giant smoker, right? Like you yeah. have to have that thing. Or you do a in. pit, like either there's, that or you do a pit. There's a box too. You literally like dig. Yeah, a pit. yeah, yeah. There's that's, a type I of mean, box you can get. I, I I can't remember the name of this, but when we did it here, the the guy uh, who actually owned the restaurant Julep. That's yeah. unfortunately closed now, but uh, Kyle came over here and roasted the pig for us out back. And it's literally like a box that's not much bigger than this table. It barely fits the pig in it. And then you put coals under it, and they, he puts this lid on it, and it's it's like a pit, but it's above ground. And there's wheels on it and everything. That's crazy. Wild. That's awesome. Uh, I, don't do where, I don't know where on earth you'd rent one of those. But. You guys should do something in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we did. Well, what's funny is when we first did it, we... That place was vacant, and we put the box right on the sidewalk there. It got so hot, it oh, shattered probably. the windows. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> we were like, whoa! Yeah. And, so. and then everybody just, <laughs> just yeah. like leaves and whistling, yeah, walking away. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you can either do, you can do like a pit, you can get um, a grill, essentially, uh, or, you know, um, a roaster. But, or, uh, sorry, smoker. Or you can do, like, I've seen people literally use, like, a spit. You know, just, like, where you, it literally turns, like, over a <laughs> fire. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. an apple in its mouth, call it a day. Yeah. Shotgun snout. <laughs> there's, no, there's no time ever that a pig roast has not had, like, a hilarious. Somebody does, some jokester puts something on the pig's face. Sure. Yeah. Like, something, yeah. Something happens It's just inherently day. a good time. Like, if that's the, <laughs> yeah. if that's the base of the day. Yeah. <laughs> that's I don't usually know, be, be careful time. here in Denver. I definitely walked in that day. We were cooking the pig, and I showed somebody. I was like, look, look what we're doing out back. And they're like, I'm vegan. Oh, like, ran I off. I was like, I'm sorry. I, didn't I thought know. you were going to say something about how you shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have put that cop on that spit. They're the jokes. There they that's, that's what we're here I mean, for. I it's been very close to one of my stand I stole that one from Steve. I like it. I approve. I don't – did they – I don't think Denver's like that vegan. No, was it a customer? The customers, I don't know why. It was, was somebody here. That yeah, you someone here, inside. and you scared them off. <laughs> I, I, well, they didn't actually get scared off, but they were they were mildly offended that I showed them the roasting carcass of a dead animal. I have to come. Clean. That just sounds like a, re- a crapshoot. You know, you just sent it to the wrong person by accident. But I wouldn't necessarily think that that speaks for everybody. I have to come clean about one of my spangling experiences. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, God. here it is. So this is probably a great time to segue into bad reviews. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, hold on. I mean, it's good. I've been I've been coming to this brewery on and off for a long time, and by on and off I mean like I'm not a regular here. Obviously, sure. I don't. You know, um, I love the beer here. Big fan. One time, my girlfriend and I came in. We sat at the other end of the bar, and this is not anything of yours, <laughs> right? You never had. There was no spangling issue, but there was a family having an. Uh, a birthday party for their kids. So there are a bunch of kids running around. Right? I think you were here for a legendary day, actually. No shit. I I almost definitely know exactly. Yeah. Right, we'll go to, there I'd were like there were a bunch of kids, and the thing is, for me, it was like, it's it's one thing to have a birthday party for your kids at a brewery. I think it's weird, but if they're if they're one or two years old, I get it. Cool. 
This, yeah. this was like an eighth birthday party. No, yes. bring them the fucking. Sorry, they want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't want to go to Spangling. Yeah. And like, Correct. they were bored as fuck. And the kids were like, because they were so bored, they were literally like running all over, unintended, unattended. And it wasn't like anybody here's fault, right? It was like four parents that just quit giving. They shits, do not. Right? They don't care. They're so, like, we're gonna get wasted at the brewery. Oh yeah. I mean, so some of that unfortunately just happens. I mean, as I'm sure you know in the industry, of where yes. people just come in. There's not much you do. I, you might be talking about a specific instance, which was like a real lesson for all of us, where someone actually called ahead and said that they wanted to have a birthday party, <laughs> and then they're they bringing like a bunch of people. And we're like, oh, this sounds great, and we just didn't ask enough questions. And they show up, and it's like a couple adults and 16 children. And by children, I mean ages. Yeah. Uh, seven to yeah, six, to like six, yes, to like sixteen though, like teenagers too, and we're like, this is not. All what of a sudden, the Paw Patrol theme music just they, starts playing. Oh, they, they, they're, they're, <laughs> and of course, they asked before. They're like, is it cool if we bring in food? Can we cater it? Like, sure, you can cater. It. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, and then we never asked. Yeah, is it what? How old is the birthday boy? Like, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just didn't think to ask that. Now we do ask that every time. But uh, what did we great. learn here today? <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh. I'm just waiting to see someone split their head open, a kid oh, running off the brewery, the brewery ledge. Oh, we just yeah, have like a yeah. drop off. We have a we have a de- death ledge into our brewery. You and can- I, like I end up being like the like. <laughs> no offense. If you like, connect enough, super nervous. Fucking. Yeah. If you connect enough tubes between all your brewing equipment, it's basically a Chuck E. Cheese, right? And you can just Pretty have much. everybody yeah, climbing. You can rent out the brewing yeah, equipment. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just climb. tear the insulation off the glass. Crawl on the slide down the ladder to see what's in here. We are shiny. Luckily, it was somebody I knew, but uh, we once had a, a, a guy here, or a couple here, who had their, like, he was probably a year and a half old at the time, little little kid, who took off running from the table towards our brew house, which I don't know if you guys got to see over there, but there's like, sort of a fence, and it looks like maybe there'd be glass on it, but there's not. And this kid ran full speed ahead, put his hands out like he was going to hit a wall, and he did not hit a wall. Ah, God. And just supermaned off the edge, and actually hit a tank. Oh. And fell to the ground. Oh, did you hear the thud? We heard, we heard saw it, hit, saw him hit the tank, crumple on the ground. Oh, no. He popped up. He was fine. It was, it was no, yeah, no problem. Kids, that little kids are made of rubber. Yeah, I'm sure he's been held it. back two years. But <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> wasn't my probably idea. fine. My issue with the eight-year-old was that that kid's going to remember it. That kid's old enough yeah. to remember oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. their birthday party. Was at a brewery where they couldn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, my parents brought me where? Yeah. yeah. Five points. Spangling Brewing. Hell Dude, yeah. this peach table is fucking fire. You like it? Yeah. This is nice. really good. Cool. Yeah. How do you like it? Is the ABV the same as the. It's even lower. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just, surprising just for like. It. It's a little thicker. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. Checks out for the mouthfeel. Yeah. A little more full, like, mouthfeel. There was a time where we, speaking of going back to our hype beer and all that and, and trashing other places. Yes. Uh, there was a time where we really... We like to talk shit, man. I don't know. Yeah, we really hated hearing about places adding juice or fruit or puree or whatever post-fermentation and then just packaging it up and pouring it. Yeah. And then we started doing it. Okay. <laughs> and we are like, ah, you know what? It does taste really good. Yeah. I mean, fermenting the fruit obviously dramatically changes the flavor profile and all You can that. only be, like, stubborn to a point, you know? So, you get... At a certain point, you're just like, you are just being stubborn. There are benefits yeah. to 
Whoa! Hiccup to belts combo. That's an SSX tricky. Well, I hiccuped because I was holding in the burp. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I just need to be myself. I just need to like let it kind of breathe a little. Fucking fakie to nose flip. We, I feel like we learned the the fruit thing from our D train. We. We started, well, I should say we need to fill out the tap list one day, and we just poured grapefruit juice into a keg and topped it off with D-Train, and sure enough, everyone loved it, and we were still at that point of it being sacrilege, so we brewed a whole batch of our IPA with grapefruit juice, let it all ferment out, so it was completely done fermenting, packaged it and all this, and it just didn't taste nearly as good, and it was like, you know, I get it, this is safer if we're going to can it or something, but we don't, so... So whatever. So we so now we just pour juice in the keg sometimes, and it tastes amazing. Yeah, just gives you the flavor that you want. Yeah, exactly. that you're going for anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, piggybacking on what you were just talking about, Bunch I think this is a great shit. time to talk <laughs> about bad reviews. Uh, this Ooh. is where we go over uh, bad Google and Untapped reviews or Yelp, depending Our on how bad? deep. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the goal here is to just be candid about it. Uh, it's kind of like cool. yeah. mean tweet. I haven't very, looked at my top room reviews. So very, there's nothing on there. About it's that. very like Honestly, a la Jimmy Kimmel's like mean tweets. You know, it's just meant yeah, to be cathartic. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind good. of fun. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Nothing I this. have found has been since you started working uh, here. It's a bummer. And I will, I'll wait for him to get back, but I will say that sometimes I'm not even looking for bad reviews. I'm just looking like for funny ones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do you even could, drink beer reviews? Well, not even. <laughs> just like it could be a great review, like <laughs> rating wise, but then they just say something kind of funny. Yeah. And that's probably where I'm going to start, to be completely honest, because I think it's. I just grabbed this peach. Uh, I'll do a half pour of your regular D line, not the tangerine. Yeah. D line, D train, D line. Have you come up with any beer names since you've been here? I have, reluctantly. What do you mean reluctantly? <laughs> I just don't feel like I'm in that creative wheelhouse yet. I don't know. Okay. Um, Wicked Thick was the first beer Ooh, that I named. With two C's or what? It was with two C's. Yeah. G <laughs> <laughs> Thick. Darren, um, yeah. you just said something off the mic. So it's called the D train because of a jazz reference. Yeah, we this, try to make a lot of jazz references. This whole time I thought it was the light rail. Well, it, I mean, so it was the D line. Take the A train is a, is a classic jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we kind of just mash them together. What about take the D train? Well, yeah. I mean, it's too late now. Yeah, I mean, people. What we've learned is that words are hard for people. True. So like, yeah, yeah. reading is hard. You should talk to me. Ordering yeah. is like an yeah. anxious thing. Like, hanging out with us for an hour now. We Post-COVID, yeah. people are so anxious. You start putting too many words on the menu, and people are like, oh, I don't know if I want to order that one. So, yeah, sh- sh- short and simple. Yeah, keep it simple. All right, so uh, I've got a review from Untapped. This is for Prince Pucker Cup. Do you remember this? <laughs> no. Okay. This is from a few years ago. It's a Goza from Spangalang Brewing. This one's from Tony K. 2.75 stars. Uh, Should have asked. The name didn't hint it was just a goes. Where's the awful pun? Question. So he's asking, how is that not like pretty straightforward Prince that it was going to be? Uh, it's so, but he is also insinuating you guys do awful puns. Oh well, well, yeah. I mean, fuck sure. Off. Is that yeah? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a direction that you guys go for? You know, you just said you do a lot of jazz names. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're kind of, we're not, we're not cool. 
Not an improv troupe. No, we're not that. We're not that. I think funny. you guys are pretty cool. Well, I feel thank, like you've been dogging you. yourselves this whole episode. <laughs> and I think we're you guys not are pretty good. I mean, we, we're just—I don't know. There's probably too many inside jokes around here, kind of thing. I don't know what the heck Prince Pucker Cup was. That was that is, it goes, but. that is the function of needing to name hundreds of beers. Right? Yeah. So, like I was saying earlier, we were rolling out a different hazy IPA every you know three yeah. four weeks or whatever <laughs> everyone needs a new name it's yeah like i don't well, i don't think you and i have ever talked about this what do you how do you name your jokes that's like a thing that i don't think <laughs> comics ever jokes? talk about uh, well, yeah, of course you like a set really? list right like yeah you, because you don't write out oh, the whole cool. joke yeah, you just take like the keynote yeah. away from it i'll run through like a set list and just kind of see do you just name it after the topic or is it like do you, it's have, kind do you of take topic. inspiration like some of my jokes are just the topic and some of them is like Inspired by something else. No, it's either the keyword that's in the joke or the topic. So imagine um, that you had to name all your jokes like that, but you also could never name your own joke the same as someone else's joke. Sure. No yeah. matter what. Well, that's, that's the world we live in with beer, where it's like, oh, yeah, of course this should be named like Hop Bomb. Yeah, yeah. But you can't name it that. To be fair, though, like, if, taken you, or if, if your style is too close to somebody else's style, then, it, then you get shamed publicly. True, which doesn't happen like, in beer. Yeah, and if anything, in you're, comedy, you're, it're you're like, lauded for you know, yeah, having yeah. beer like So this is, a, this is a set list that I did recently. It was a QR code, Zoom, Cobra Kai, Nice, Take Half, PCP, Coke, Mushrooms. <laughs> There's a theme here. Gender Reveal, <laughs> Hospital, Margarita, Youth Pasture, Smoking Weed. Okay. But you know all those jokes. Like you probably yeah, know, yeah, like totally. just from my, just yeah, from me saying that, absolutely. you know my jokes well enough at this point that you like know which ones I'm talking. Yeah, about. Uh, <laughs> some people have like ridiculous things where it's like they they'll have their set list has nothing to do with the joke themselves, and it's just like a bunch right. of gibberish. Um, but yeah, I mean sometimes I just do that, and then sometimes it's like very much like some weird reference that only I get. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. You got anything? Yeah, so here's one from Steve H. And this isn't necessarily a bad review. That's from two years ago. And it's for four stars. So See, that's bad. what I'm saying. Sometimes it's not even bad reviews. It's just <laughs> ones that we find funny. Yeah, good luck finding <laughs> bad ones. This is a... Uh, oh, we got <laughs> Whoa! <Hey>! Okay, <laughs> let's come. How much time do you got? Bring, bring the horse in a little bit here. <laughs> Two years ago, Steve H. says four stars. Bartender was nice and the beer was tasty. Street parking is free after 6 p.m. The parking lot in which the brewery is in a little extra tight, so don't bring your Hummer. Ah, what a douchey statement. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so DJ. Who's flexing on yeah, Google don't reviews? I'm on their Hummer. Steve H. posted a picture of two drinks and your tap handles, as well as a picture of an alley cat. Ooh. That is, ju- it just says. So here's the review, and then there's the cat, and then you could zoom in on the picture of the cat. It says this is not a black tie brewery, but some do wear their tuxedo, and <laughs> so it's just. This guy seems kind of fun. That's kind, kind, of, yeah. like, kind of fun. Kind of. He yes. Obviously, hasn't been here when the Cornell's playing his DJ out know, in the parking right? lot. Like this, this plaza I'm, has a lot of characters. I'm it's just life. saying, you guys lost a star because of this alley cat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Could have been five, <laughs> only four. Uh, so I've got a five-star review from Shelly K for Party fa- party Forever. Sorry. Ooh. Oh, for Party, for party Forever. forever. Uh, 
So poundable that it took me four tries to spell poundable. <laughs> she partied forever. Yeah. Poundable is an aggressive word, too. Yeah. I feel like you get crushable a lot, Ooh, drinkable, yeah. pounding. 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 No, pound that. Pound town. <laughs> yeah. You can write that it's down for every name of your Unfortunately, I wish, I wish it was, well, I don't wish it was still up, but our one and only, well, I shouldn't say one and only because you might find it, but our one really terrible review was pretty legendary. It involved our bartender making somebody cry. And, <laughs> did you uh, find that? I did not find that. Yeah, <laughs> making a man cry. Because Steve usually handles the Google and the Elps, and I usually do the untaps. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I can tell you the quick story. This guy came in, was acting a little, a little weird, and our bartender was basically like, are you all right, man? Do you need another beer? Are you sure? And it launched this whole breakdown involving tears and yelling at the bartender and all this. The guy stormed out, wrote this very long review with a lot of kind of un well I would say pretty unfair stuff in there and uh, somebody immediately chimed in and said I was the guy sitting next to you at the bar and you're full of shit oh, <laughs> and man. I wrote this whole response yes. and we didn't have to say anything oh that's awesome and the other guy just took his review down he was monitoring it yeah oh god that's so great you got people like stepping up to the plate yeah and it was some corner. random guy from out of town too it wasn't even like a local yeah uh, yeah, I got a bunch. Uh, some of them are long. Let me... Yelp. It's mostly Yelp. Like, if we have trouble finding stuff on Google, you can always find some dumpster fires in yeah. Yelp. Because it's so reliable. You want me to do a quickie? Uh, no, I got it here. Um, nope, that's the wrong one. Okay, the streets... Greg B. This is Yelp. Six years ago. Over six years ago. It's always old. Man, it's like the first day we were open. Three out of five stars. Let's tear down a new business, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The streets were barricaded off for the jazz festival taking place in the five-point section of Denver, and that led us to Spangling. A rainstorm forced us to take shelter and wear better than a craft brewery. Gunshots. We had some IPAs, which tasted terrific and enjoyed the soft jazz music being played in the lot. <laughs> I love the soft jazz. Right outside. Enjoy the quick visit. I'll be sure to return when I return to Denver for the Packers-Broncos game on November 1st. Three stars. You're, you got three stars because that dude likes the Packers, and yeah. that is a fatal fucking flaw. I Greg mean, B. It's Greg. amazing to me sometimes what what people will say and then what they what they drop on you. I know that's a common theme in, beer, in the beer world, but it's like, love the place, love the beer, Everything's don't like great. cucumbers. Two stars. What do you I did find that on? one. I did find that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. there. Did you guys have, do, I mean, do you have a remedy for any of that kind of stuff? Like, do you have somebody that's monitoring reviews? We have literally never engaged with anyone on any of those sites. Yeah. It's just not, I mean, if if there was a real problem, I do think we, we would probably take note of it. You know, if we were constantly getting one-star reviews. Yeah. Yeah, you notice that stuff, but... I mean, as I'm sure you guys saw, we have pretty good ratings on that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. We I mean, that's part of the really reason like we do it is because we just like, many. we know you guys are very well respected. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we literally just haven't had that many that are that bad. Um, you know, and when people do complain a lot of times, it's not that it's even invalid. It's just like, yeah, that's life. Yeah, Some, sometimes Sometimes we're slammed and you can't get your beer right away. Yeah. And if you don't like that, then, you know, you're not going to be happy. Great. <laughs> that's a reasonable statement. Yeah, yeah that's all there is to it. Um, uh, and I'm not going to change anything because you wrote this review. Yeah, because so. you hire good people, you yeah. make good beer, like you know the vibe here, you know, right? So that's part of it. Uh, one of these days, we have a, it's not really a bartender any, here anymore, but Spencer Layton, sort of legendary bartender in the industry as far okay. as I'm concerned. 
He uh, <laughs> he bartended for Great Divide for a long time. OMF. He's bartended here for us. If, if there's a way to filter great reviews on Yelp, that's the man you got to find. My favorite was him uh, getting called out for ignoring a customer and playing dice on the bar with some guys at the end of the bar. <laughs> just having a blast with some people yeah, that he's yeah. like, yeah, we're just cool, dude. Last racks and just like, sounds like a cop. Out straight no, in the no, eye no. Like, get out of here, nerd. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just a cop narking. Yeah, yeah that's no, just a guy who's like, I wasn't yeah. invited to the dice game. Yeah. I mean, even that one was not a fair review, but it was just, it's just hilarious. That curly blonde haired asshole <laughs> playing dice at the end of the bar. Just that's some really awesome. classic ones. Uh, let's see. So we've got Spanglang American Stout from 2016. Yeah. Victor B. Was it? Was Victor B. another one? I hope. See a repeat of Yeah. Hold on. No, we had Tyler Pro- K. Prolific post. No, sorry. 3.25. Uh, session stats need to cease to be a thing. I'm sure the water in Flint is thicker than this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And he Whoa. spelled Flint wrong, by the way. I was going to say, does Lesbian? He spelled, he spelled it like Larry <laughs> Flint? Oh, my God. He spelled it with a Y. Wow. Hot take. Oh, my God. Oh, what a hustler. Take. No pun intended. Do you still uh, make this beer? Uh, no, we don't. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Can you speak to any of Victor's? That was essentially a second runnings beer. Yeah. Uh, so we make an Imperial Stout. Better than a cool runnings beer. Yep. Uh, the soy bombs are strong, and then... You know, we have enough residual sugar in the in the leftovers to make a second running beer. So we did that a few times. I will admit, it's not my favorite style either. It was essentially a topical. It was, it was like a table beer. It was like a stout table beer. Yeah, was, so you meant to be something light, roasty. And now we make Schwartz beer. Now you make Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's just always funny to me how people like what sh- what they come up with to make a description like what was burning in their soul at the that, time. That, that they're yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna bring up Flint, Michigan, oh, in this particular s- circumstance, and it wasn't even a one star review. It was three point two five, which means he doesn't think the water in Flint, Michigan, is that bad. No. Like, he thinks it's like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> direct your energy somewhere else. So you just throw it through the Brita, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's you're gonna just gonna okay. throw Flint. Like you need to be focused on other things. Yeah, man. Directed elsewhere. Yeah. I think so. What yeah. a, that is definitely somebody that went to an open mic that evening and bombed. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that is for me. You got any more? I have a couple more. They're kind of long, so this first one I'm going to skip half of it. Jillian G, this is over two years ago, three stars. The first paragraph is uh, not even naming the beers, praising the beers. Loves the beers. Cannot explain that enough. <laughs> <laughs> loves the beers. Loves Names the beers. every beer, loves the beers. The beer is not the problem. Beer's great. However... The staff were not super friendly. Only the bar top was full of people, so maybe 10 at the most. And it took a while for the bartender to acknowledge I was there. He did say he was tired, but still. <laughs> when I came, but still. But still. He's tired. How I'm dare tired. you be I'll get human. To you later. I like this. When I came back for my second beer, the bartender gave me a little attitude when I told him I had already been ID'd. Parentheses. I'm 34, dude. <laughs> and parentheses. That means nothing. And when I paused on That's giving them... I'm a regional manager. Yeah. Very <laughs> And when I paused on giving the name on my tab, I'm sorry I couldn't remember if it was under my name or my friend's. All that being said, I'm willing to give them another chance in the hopes this was a fluke evening 
Because of GABF or other personal issues. <laughs> <laughs> because of the busiest personal issue mean, weekend yeah. of all, all time. <laughs> Did not mention that in any uh, of the reason that I was here. It's just so funny like, how people feel like they're personally accosted by going totally. to an establishment that's busy. You know, There's a lot of people out there who've never worked in the service industry, you know? They take it so, they're so personally offended. I remember somebody had a bit they were working on at one point. I don't know how far it went, but they were basically talking about how in Israel you have to serve in the military, like as right. a citizen. Like everybody in the United States should have to serve in the service industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because yeah. of like, if you don't get it, like you don't get to have an opinion yeah. about 100%. what's right or what's wrong about yeah. all this. Bye. Yeah. Nice. Thank all you. Right. I got, one, I got one more. I'm going to read the whole thing. It's long. Bear with me. This is from over five years ago. Should we get another beer? Yeah. Man, no, I'm just kidding. Yours is low? I'm huh? just kidding. Kyle R. says two stars. I generally only read Yelp to get a good laugh from the righteous indignation of over-expected <laughs> patrons and side with the establishment question. Yeah, here so we are. 99% <laughs> of the time. It is their prerogative to run their business however they want. I, unfortunately, am the whiner now. I really like this beer. Honestly, it was delicious. I like the space okay. Not exactly my cup of tea, but done well and accommodating. I praise. I live yeah. one block away and drink a lot of beer. So what is my gripe? You'll find out after commercial break. (laughs) This episode of Rotating Tap Comedy has been brought to you by New Image Brewing. (laughs) A growler of IPA with a $24 price tag, not including the bottle. Honestly, charging the full price for every ounce going to the growler is laughable. So laughable that I'm taking my business elsewhere anyways. A $6 pint at a brewery is steep, but acceptable. <laughs> if there is a good happy hour alternative. But a $6 take home? You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Spangling! This is so long. It's so long. I do vaguely remember this one. Spangling! Please contact me if I was given this praising an error. <laughs> reach out. I think did I did reach, reach out? out. I think I did reach out to him to tell him it wasn't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, no, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. That's what it is. Pretty spot on with all that. Please contact me if I was given this pricing an error, or you come to your senses and decide to charge a less absurd fee. You'll have a frequent customer. If not, I'll walk somewhere else. $3 pints all day. Fuck you, Kyle R. <laughs> Kyle yeah. R. And just to uh, be so long. It was six whole years ago, though. You know, inflation. So it was a long time. That's like a $10 yeah, beer nowadays, yeah. right? So get yeah. a therapy. He's <laughs> struggling in yeah. Asheville, North Carolina. He's going to walk to Rhino yeah. and buy himself an affordable beer. Yeah, right? <laughs> On his bird scooter that he took to get down there. He'll be eat shit. He's like, I'm going back to Wincoop. <laughs> 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 Slam! Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get out of here, is there anything you guys want to plug? Any events? Any new releases? Uh, I mean, not really. We do, we're, we're just getting back in the swing of things again, so we're getting our weekly stuff going again. We have jazz back. We have jazz Trivia back. Trivia on Thursdays. We do, yeah, cool. we do jazz every Tuesday night here in-house. We kind of co-sponsor some music in the plaza on Wednesdays and Fridays. Cool. 
we have trivia on Thursdays. So first every Friday evening jazz now is kind of going nights, on. Five first Friday is really fun, actually. Yeah, that is a big That's deal. That's been like a new kind of thing going on in Welton now. There'll be a couple bands up and down the street. Sure. So people can hit up different spots and kind of just walk around and That's hit, hit up different different it's uh, fun. It's venues. Fun. We obviously, we have Good Zur right across the street, which oh, I'm yeah. sure you guys know about. There's also, uh, you guys do Open Mic Monday. If any comics want to come, bomb. Well, so we did. That's the one that hasn't come back yet. Oh. But we need to, but we're, we're talking about it. So Well, comedians we'll can come, bomb eventually. Comedi- yeah. Eventually. If comedians want to come on Monday night and tell bad jokes, they can still do that. Yeah. Oh, they will. Do it loudly. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your own mic. You. Yeah. We'll, we'll tag them all in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So... We've had a, we had a few comedians show up. Uh, we've also had some oh, no. some teenage white rappers and stuff like that. I mean, uh, if, you, if you leave it open points. to everybody, you le- literally leave it open to everybody, right? <laughs> so, well, we stopped doing that. We started at least limiting the age, narrowing that, it down. That, a that helped. More. So mothers would stop bringing their children to you know play their violins and whatnot. Yeah. What's the craziest step. shit that went on the open mics here? Lot of cringe. Oh God, I mean. Yeah, I want to hear it. I I don't have my phone on me. There's a guy you would know his name. I'm gonna yell. At <laughs> Please. Hey, so he was the comedian who came here and played the fucking song on his phone. Fucking Kronberg. He was in here playing some like. It was I love amazing. Kronberg. He like played a song on his phone. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's a bit. It, it was. It was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. did he was on. Oh, last I thought, you were, trying, I thought you were gonna say that it was because he. It was something dad bombs. Oh no, 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 it was great. I yeah, mean, I love that. Was that was actually a highlight. Ben loved runs a great sh- uh, comedy show at uh, Denver Comedy Lounge. Denver Comedy Lounge, yeah. which is Colorado Saki Company. Also, he was here with a couple you know, buddies too. So that that whole night was like comedy night. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Kronberg's and anybody hanging out with Kronberg's usually pretty great. Not always. Sure. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, Kronberg, Roseanne lost it on the dude on America, or last comic standing. Roseanne hated him. Right. And then, like, a year and a half, Roseanne went on her, like, racist tirade and got right. canceled. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was great. What a good time. Oh, Benny, Benny. Uh, well, cool. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the show. Uh, this has been a blast. Like, cool. yours are amazing. I love the location, and we're just nothing but the best for you guys with, like, new events you got rolling out, and Thanks hopefully so some. Yeah, get back down here for a beer sometime soon. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. Thanks cool. so much, y'all. Anytime. Thanks for having Corey, us. You got, you, oh, you pushed it. Nope, did not. You got anything to plug? Uh, nothing in particular. By the time this episode comes out, I'm going on a hike with my mom. That's pretty nice. cool. Nice. So if anybody wants to join us for that, you're more than nice. welcome to. It's very exciting. But mom I mean, you can check out rotatingtapcomedy.com for all of the shows that we've got going on right now. I mean, we've got new venues like. Uh, the Lodge at Woods Boss Brewing. Uh, you've got Gold Spot tonight, which people are going to hear retroactively, but that's a new spot for us. Emporium's Station, coming back. Emporium's coming back. Station 26. And... Yeah, I mean, that's only, the only stuff that's, like, worth mentioning. But how about you? Uh, I'm doing a private gig next week, so... You, so can't, you can't come. You Where can't is, come. Where is it? <laughs> I can't tell you. Where is it happening? It is. Uh, it's Peg Lang Brewing on Monday night. Yeah. I was gonna say, is that, is that with your mom or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's with Corey. So. Yeah. All right. It's a double feature. That's been the Rotating Tap Comedy Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.